thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Coming ourselves unto you again, O Lord. Let your word transform us and position us where we're supposed to be in life. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. All right. Madam again, so take over. Let's sing this song. Take over. Let's Jehovah. I have come to the end of my sin. Take over. Jehovah. I have come to the end of my sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have come to the end of my sin. Take over, Jehovah. I have come to the end of my sin. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I have come to the end of my sin. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve, in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 This morning, um, we are looking at a topic, the the God kind of faith. Amen. The God kind of faith. So we'll take a Bible reading from Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 25. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 25. Please, I'm reading. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. It says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Now and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. 
Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. 25. Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Amen. Please, can you read another version of it? If you have another version, can you read it for us? Chapter 4, verse 17 to 25. The one that you read was uh, which version? King James. King James. Okay. Chapter 4, verse 17 to 25. <clears throat> I'm reading NLT. Okay, so that is what the scripture means when God told him. So that is what the scripture means. I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings dead back to life and who creates new things verse 18 even when there was no reason for hoping abraham kept hoping believing that he would become the father of many nations for god had said to him that's how many descendants will that's how, many descendants, that's how many descendants you will have. The verse 19. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age, if he, figure, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Verse 20. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger and in days he brought glory to God. 21. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promised. 22. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. 23. And when God counted him as righteous, it was it wasn't just for Abraham's righteous benefit. It was recorded. It was recorded twenty-four. For our benefit, it was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us uh, count us as righteous if we believe in him. The one who raised Jesus, righteous, our Lord, from the dead. Twenty-five, the last verse. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Amen. Amen. So this morning.
as I said, we are looking at the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith. We are looking at the faith that Abraham had. Not according to the law, but according to what God had spoken about his life. When we start from the verse 17, it says that God told Abraham that he had made him the father of many nations. The father of many nations. And Abraham believed him that God was the one who quickened the dead and called the things that be not as though they were. So in this God kind of faith, we are trusting in a God that makes the impossible possible, that brings to death, to, to it brings to life those those things that are dead. So when we say the God kind of faith, it, it means that we are going beyond a normal level of faith, but we are going ahead to believe God for what He has said, because the seventeen is saying that. Even God, which quickened the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. And when you go to the 18, it says that who against hope believed in hope. So Abraham, Abraham's situation it was against all hope, but he still believed that God was able to perform everything that he has said. So in having this God kind of faith, we must continue hoping, even though we, we are not seeing anything. But 18 is saying that we who against who believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So Abraham just took the word of God as it is, according to what was spoken. That is what verse 18 is saying. So in having the God kind of faith, first of all, you should know what God has spoken about your life. Because if you do not know what God has spoken about your life, then anyone's opinion will matter to you. And you easily give up or lose hope. But then, because Abraham knew what God had spoken precisely that he would make him the father of many nations, he, he stood by what God has said. That is what the verse 18 is saying. And because he stood by what God has said, he believed. He says that he, he hoped against hope and believed in hope. Meaning that the situation that he found himself in Anyone, any normal human being wouldn't have hoped or believed, but he kept on hoping according to the word of God. So this morning, the question is, what word has God spoken about your life? What, what word have you heard God speak about your life, about your destiny, about your future? And do you believe the word God has spoken? Or because things are not going the way you suppose it should go, you think that the word of God cannot be manifested. 
So the, the faith that we are talking about, when we go to Hebrews chapter 11, it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the thing, you are hoping for it, you've not seen it, but then your faith is your evidence that you have it. You, you've held on to it. So this kind of faith is just based on the word of God, what, what God has spoken to you about. That is what you, you hold on to. Sometimes it will be about 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, but God God works in his own time. God can use just a day to fulfill a lifetime promise he has said to you. God can use just a day to fulfill everything. That is why the verse 17 is saying that the God full quickeneth the dead. So God can even bring what is dead back to life just to fulfill what he has said to you so that you know that his promises are true his promises are yes and amen so we we should not you that is why proverbs 3, 3 verse 5 is saying that we should trust the lord with all our hearts we should not live on our own understanding but in all our ways we should acknowledge him and we will direct our path so sometimes if you use your understanding to judge what God, the word of God that has been spoken about your life, then everything God has said, you will think that it is a lie. But God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. He says that has he spoken and will he not make it good? So we should, the word of God and the God kind of faith is, is teaching us this morning that if we really want to believe in what God has said, then we should stick by what God has spoken about our life, as Abraham did. So once you know what God has spoken about your life, the situations in life or other people cannot persuade you to unbelief. You will still believe what God has said about your life. And you even hope against all hope. Amen. And when we continue to the verse nineteen. It says that, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So once you are having the God kind of faith, then you should not look at the situations and the circumstances around you. That is what the verse 19 is teaching us that he was not weak in faith because he did not consider his own body because he was a hundred years and he did not consider the deadness of Cyrus womb. Sometimes in our lives we, we tend to disbelieve or have unbelief because of the situations 
that we we face right now but even paul says that the the present situations that we go through cannot be compared to the future glory that will be revealed to us so if you look at the situations around that is what the verse 19 is saying you will become weak in your faith you become weak in your faith so the only thing is that we do not want to become weak in our faith so we will not look at the situations around sometimes you you'll be facing a lot of challenges spiritual emotional psychological financial even from your family sometimes god is telling you you are a millionaire yet you don't even have a tempest rest on you what do you do when such a word comes to you it's like god through elijah telling the people of israel that tomorrow by this time tomorrow by this time god will make a way how will you believe it because if even you you grow the the crops today how will it how can you harvest it tomorrow by this time but god knows in his sovereignty how to bring his word he has spoken to pass in your life so you do not have to judge how god will bring it to pass in your life it says that being not weak in faith because he did not consider the deadness of his body because he was 100 years abraham was 100 years how could he still believe that God would give him a son at that age? And Sarah was at, in, in her menopause. How could you believe such a thing that God would still give you a son? But Bible is saying that he did not consider all these physical factors. So in having the God kind of faith, the first thing is that we should stick to what God has spoken about our lives. And so, sticking to what God has spoken about our life, we will hope against all hope. And the second thing is that we will not consider the circumstances we find ourselves in. We will not, because once you start considering the, the situations around you, you will be weak in faith. That is why he's saying that being not weak in faith, because he did not consider the situations around. Just believe. The God kind of faith is saying that just believe what God has spoken about you. Just believe. And the verse 20, when you continue to the verse 20, it says that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He staggered not at the promise of God. So when you hear the word of God, when some a, a man of God gives you a prophecy about your own life, what do you do about it that's the third thing how do you how do you receive the word of god when it comes to you a spoken word about your life in the form of prophecy or in you reading the word of god and finding a promise how do you deal with it it says that he staggered not at the promise of god it means that he did not just leave the promise of god as it is but he says that he grew strong in faith as he gave glory to god he says he grew strong in faith as he praised god 
So once you hear the word of God concerning anything about your life, then you have to praise God for it. It is like calling the things that are not as though they were. So once you've not even seen what God is, is saying, like Abraham, you've not seen the son 